0: coming up now and established in the faith the reason the storms are getting worse and and the fires and and list goes on and on the reason is sin that is the reason why the bible says perilous times are going to come it ain't climate change it's a sin nature that's not being changed Have your Bibles this morning, turn with me, please, to Ezekiel chapter 37. Ezekiel chapter 37. Uh, move down, if you will, to verse 7. Ezekiel 37, verse 7. So I prophesied as I was commanded, and as I prophesied, there was a noise, and behold, a shaking, and the bones came together, bone to his bone. And when I beheld, lo, the sinews and the flesh came up upon them, and skin covered them above, and there was no breath in them. Then said he unto me, Prophesy unto the wind, Prophesy, son of man, and say to the wind, Thus saith the Lord God, Come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe upon these slain, that they may live. So I prophesied as he commanded me, and the breath came into them, and they lived and stood upon their feet, an exceeding great army. This morning I want to use for a subject, prophesy to the wind. This vision that God gave to Ezekiel typifies both spiritual and national Israel. When we look back in the past at Israel rejecting Jesus Christ as her Messiah and then how the Roman soldiers came into Israel in 70 A.D., millions being killed, many being sold into slavery and scattered all over the world. When we look at that, we need to understand that this vision does not only apply to Israel, but it can apply to any person, any group of people. If we reject Jesus Christ, what you see up there on the screen will be the end result. Paul said in the 11th chapter of the book of Romans, that because of what Jesus did for us at Calvary's cross... The church has been grafted into the olive tree. And the olive tree typifies Israel. And Paul warned the church that if the church goes the way that Israel did, which was rejecting Jesus Christ and going about to establish their own righteousness then the church will be cut off exactly as Israel was cut off. Sadly and regrettably, much of the church today is departing from the faith. Somebody asked me not too long ago, why are there so many different denominations? Why is there so much division when it comes to Christianity? My answer was this, if you go back in history far enough, you will find that the church's one foundation is Jesus Christ and Him crucified as the answer to the ills of mankind. Every Protestant denomination, and I don't care what kind it is, what name you want to put on it, goes back to that foundation of Christ and him crucified. There is no other foundation. Paul said I've laid the foundation. And you need to take heed how you build thereon." own. But much of the church today is departing from that. Because the cross of Christ offends people. Brandon if you will put it up on the screen. Second Thessalonians chapter 2 and verse 3. Paul said, Let no man deceive you by any means, for that day shall not come, speaking of the rapture of the church, except there come a falling away first, and that man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition. A falling away, a falling away of what this book says. Let me give you some more scripture. 1 Timothy chapter 4 and verse 1. Now the Spirit speaketh expressly that in the latter time some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. I don't care what the name is over the door of the church. You can claim to be free will Baptist, you can claim to be Methodist, you can claim to be Presbyterian, you can put whatever name over the door you want to put. But if that church is moving away from Christ and what he did on the cross as the only way to be saved, God sees that church as the valley of dead bones. God has a solution to it. The solution to the dead bone situation is the preaching of the gospel. Paul told Timothy, 2 Timothy 4, verse 2, Preach the word, be instant in season, out of season. Reprove, rebuke, exhort with all long suffering and doctrine. For the time will come, notice this, when they will not endure sound doctrine. But after their own lust shall they heap to themselves teachers having itching ears. The word of faith doctrine. Name it and claim it. Blab it and grab it. Whatever you want, just tell God you want it and he'll drop it in your lap. Heaping unto themselves teachers having itching ears after their own lust. Let me tell you this. If you're in this thing for the money, you're in it for the wrong reason. You're not to be in this thing for the income. You're to be in this thing for the outcome. Paul told Timothy to preach the word. God told Ezekiel the same thing. He said, preach to the bones. Ezekiel 37 verse 4. Preach to the bones. Now, I know that don't make any sense. A lot of things that God says in His Word, it doesn't make any sense. It's foolishness. As a matter of fact, Paul said, First 1 Corinthians 1.18, he said, The preaching of the cross is to them that perish foolishness. But unto us which are saved, it is the power of God. Preaching is God's way. It's always been God's way. It always will be God's way. Ezekiel said in Ezekiel 37 verse 7, he said, I prophesied as I was commanded. Lord, help me to preach. Lord, let this upcoming election go like it needs to go so that I can continue to preach. So that other preachers across this country can preach. Oh, God, give us preachers. God, give us preachers with the backbone of a, of a Texas saw log. Give us preachers with the backbone of a lighter or not. Oh, God, give us preachers that are full of the Holy Ghost, that will preach sin black and hell hot, and a cross that's able to save anyone to the uttermost. Lord, we need preachers today. Ezekiel said, I prophesied as I was commanded. And then he said, there was a noise. Two things I want to say here. One's positive and one's negative. So let me deal with the positive first. Somebody told me that they stepped out on their front porch just right up the road here. Stepped out on their front porch the other night around 9, 10 o'clock at night, and they could hear hammers swinging in this new housing development going in down here. They could hear saws going. Let me tell you something, folks. I rode by it just one day this past week. This thing's going in way faster than what I thought. I had no idea this thing was moving along. They're paying these men to work Overtime and to work night to, to get it done. That's a good noise. I said, That's a good noise. A few years ago, we had a funeral here at the church. So after the service and everything, everybody had done and left. I was cutting out the lights packing up everything, getting ready to leave. And as I was walking down this aisle right here to go check the back door, a mighty rushing wind blew. It blew that back door open, flowed down through this aisle and blew both doors in the back wide open. And I felt that wind as it went by me. And as those doors blew open, I could see the clouds building off in the distance. Clouds of a storm that was coming. Let me tell you this. There's a mighty rushing wind that's about to blow through this church. And the storm clouds of Armageddon are already gathering on the horizon of time. That's the positive side of it. Now let me deal with the negative part of it, the noise. There's a lot of noise in the airwaves today. I've never heard of such terrible things going on in this country and around the world. The Bible tells us in 2 Timothy 3 and verse 1, This know also that in the last days perilous times shall come. Storms are going to come in. Powerful hurricanes will come in and do its destruction Earthquakes will take place. These things are going to become more and more pronounced as we get closer to the end of time and we got people up there trying to tell us it's all because of climate change. And cows on the countryside that are expelling gas. Gas. And we're using too much fossil fuels in our cars and it's heating up the environment and it's causing all these problems. But yet the same ones that are telling us all of this are spending way more in their jets flying all over the world spewing their garbage. Thank you, brother. The reason this world is getting like it is, the reason the storms are getting worse and, and the fires and the and, 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 and list goes on and on, the reason is sin. That is the reason why. The Bible says perilous times are going to come. It ain't climate change. It's a sin nature that's not being changed as it ought to be. This know also in the last days perilous times shall come for men shall be lovers of their own selves. Homosexuality is rampant in this nation today. Every entertainment program that comes on, they're pushing the envelope. Covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient, to parents that has to do with rebelling against authority. When an officer pulls you over and he tells you to throw up your hands, you better show him your hands and not start running your mouth because you might get shot. But we got people today that are deliberately rebelling against authority. Disobedient to parents. Unthankful. Unholy. Without natural affection. Truth breakers. False accusers. Oh, good grace and mercy. We've seen a lot of that on the networks this week. Oh, let me leave that alone. I got more important things to talk about. I got a gospel to preach today. Incontinent, fierce, despisers of those that are good, traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasures more than lovers of God, having a form of godliness but denying the power thereof. From such, turn away. Ezekiel said while I was preaching, he said there was a noise. He also said there was a shaking, a shaking. I've never been in an earthquake. Maybe some of you have. But I, I'm sure Ezekiel kind of felt uneasy a little bit, unsettled a little bit as the ground began to shake under his feet. He said there was a shaking speaks of civil unrest. Right now in this country, there's a lot of civil unrest. There are people protest, protesting over stuff that ain't even hurt nobody. Good grace of mercy, I saw it on the news just this week. They're protesting over some statue somewhere. Because it represents something that happened in the past. Well, Brother James, don't you think we need justice? Social justice for such as that? If it offends people, don't it need to come down? What do you think about it, Brother James? I think we all need to look back on our history and understand there ain't nobody perfect. And Jesus said, if you don't forgive, I'm not going to forgive. It's not an issue of social justice and, 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 and all of this. It's an issue of unforgiveness. That's what the issue is. You can't change the past. You look at the past and say we made mistakes and we're not going to let that happen again. And we forgive that which has gone on in the past. But there's a lot of civil unrest both in America and around the world today. And it's only going to get worse as this shaking takes place. And Ezekiel said there was a noise and a shaking. And he said the bones begin to come together. God's getting things in place like he wants it, he's getting it together like he wants it. And he also said in verse 8 that some sinew came up, some muscle came up upon the bones. God's getting his church together like he wants it. And he's going to send some muscle to the church in these last days. And I believe this, in these last days, God's going to raise up some Samson's in the church. Some muscle. And you're like, "Amen, brother. James, I like the sound of that cuz don't we need some muscle?" We need some workers to get things done. But the Lord also told me too. In verse 8, he said some flesh come up. You know, Samson was the strongest man that ever lived. A mighty man of God. But he had some issues with the flesh. And this new crowd that God is going to save and bring into the church... He's going to use them for the upbuilding of his kingdom, but they're going to have issues that the church is not used to dealing with. And we're going to have to address these issues, and I pray God help us to address these issues, but not discourage the individual from serving the Lord. Is anybody hearing what I'm saying? I've heard of several in Hollywood. And in the music industry that have recently gotten saved. These individuals, they're babes in Christ. They've just got saved. or They've rededicated their life to the Lord. And they've already got a platform to reach thousands of people but they're just babes in Christ. The church needs to understand they're just babes in Christ and they're going to make mistakes. And the church needs to understand this too. When they just get saved, you don't pull them up and put them behind the pulpit to preach. I don't care how much of the world they've touched. Nothing wrong if they get up and give their testimony, but they ain't got no business behind the sacred desk like one of the biggest well-named preachers in the country did here just a few days ago. Oh, let me leave that alone. All right. Ezekiel said some skin came up and covered the muscle. The 11 o'clock hour is still the most segregated hour in America. Galatians 3.28 tells us there is neither Jew nor Greek, neither bond nor free, there is neither male nor female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. This thing of there being a black church and a white church and a this church and a that church, that needs to stop. We are all God's people, united under the blood-stained banner of the cross of Jesus Christ, and skin should not matter. But unfortunately, it does. And it's not just a white folks thing, it's not a black folks thing, there's guilty parties on both sides, it needs to stop. The skin came up. I think there's going to be a problem with the skin until Jesus comes back. And then, praise God, when he comes back, we're all going to put on that glorified skin. Glory to God. All right, he said in verse 8, there was no breath in them. Those that God is going to bring into this church. Talking about friendship now. There are going to be some who come in here that are not saved. But you know what? I'm going to preach this book right here. I'm going to preach this gospel of Jesus Christ that is able to save to the uttermost. And God's going to finger around their hearts. And they're going to accept Jesus Christ as their Savior. And then God's going to fill them up with the Holy Ghost. But God's not only going to do that here, but He's going to do that to any church that's preaching the cross. He's going to do it. Secondly, there's going to be some who come into this church that are saved, but they're lacking in Holy Ghost power. We're going to preach the baptism in the Holy Ghost and fire. And we're going to preach this book and ask God to fill them with the Spirit. Some of you sitting in here today, you need to be filled with the Spirit of God. Some of you listening by radio today, that's your problem. You need to get filled with the Holy Ghost. That'll solve a lot of your problems. You know, if you would just, if you would just humble yourself and ask God to baptize you in the Holy Ghost, you wouldn't need them pills that you're taking right now. He told Ezekiel, Ezekiel 37 verse 9, he said, Prophesy to the wind to breathe upon these slain. The preaching of the Holy Ghost and fire is a message that has to be preached. If if you are not full of the Spirit of God as you ought to be, then you're not going to be as you ought to be. The church is not going to be as it ought to be without the Spirit of God in it. He said, as I preached that message, verse 10, they stood upon their feet an exceeding great army. Oh, God, give us Christians that are full of the Holy Ghost. Give us Christians that have put on the armor of God. And I'll stand against the wiles of the devil. Amen. If the program today has been a blessing to you and you would like to have a free CD copy of this message, just give us a call or text us at 252 299 242